Welcome to Grave Discussions. I am one half of your horrible host duo, Barnabas. And I am the other hellish horrible half, Samael. Welcome, fiends, to episode 106, The Mother of All Evil. I know, we could be at like 200-something. COVID. You know. It is what it is. I know COVID, moving, etc. I just moved. <laughs> but um, of course, we still got to bring you guys uh, Grave Discussions episodes. We always love to discuss new movies and trending topics and such. And this one we've been waiting to do for a long time. It's a little overdue, but better late than never. Today, we're going to be discussing Evil Dead Rise. It's about time, man. When that shit fucking... When they announced the release date, all I could do was, like, count the fucking days. Mm-hmm. And then I emailed my boss. I took PTO specifically. I took five days off. And one of the days was the Friday that Evil Dead Rise came out. I watched it on a Thursday night. And we'll get into my thoughts about that a little mm-hmm. later. Yeah. Yeah, I went day one. My wife and I went. And um, we, had, we had a great time just in general. We'll discuss the thoughts, of course in a bit here but uh, i mean it's not wrong to say that it's still like the number one trending horror movie out right now um it's it's gotten let's see over 133 million dollars worldwide at the box office which makes complete sense i mean it's it's been a decade since the reboot if you will and it's it's good to know that the franchise is as strong as ever, as popular as ever, and obviously is able to make a lot of money at the box office, which is fantastic. You know, it's been trending down a little bit, but still pretty popular, honestly. Um, it's let's see, I don't know where it is right now, ranking at the box office, but I mean, it's it's still competing with Super Mario Brothers, Guardians of the Galaxy, and for a horror movie, that's very very good. Yeah, so. it's not it's not that a, it's like not super common that a horror movie competes with like big time box mm-hmm. office hits, especially with something like you know Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and I mean it's it's all I see being discussed on like the you know horror forums on Facebook and everything. So and and even in in the news on like Blade Disgusting, it just came out on VOD too, which is. A huge boon for it i mean that you know gives a lot more people access to the film so a lot more people are watching it and i can only imagine the the numbers it's doing on on digital right so oh god yeah <laughs> i mean granted you know i well I, we watched it in theaters but then i know our our friend uh has it as well he like bought it so um i might rewatch it pretty soon but but that's a whole other thing but that's that's the big story in horror right now is Evil Dead Rise. There's been a lot more going on. We're not really going to get into the news because it's it's been a while since our last episode. There's been way too much going on. But I know some of the cool things that are going on are like uh, they just revealed Winona Ryder in, um, in Beetlejuice 2. There was like a new picture of her, which is really cool, coming back as Lydia Deeds. Yep. And there were some other announcements for that movie as well. Um, which I'm very excited for. And then, I don't know, There's there's been a lot of re- like really cool trailers. I'm really pumped for The Last Voyage of the Demeter, that new Dracula movie with like the like the animalistic 
Dracula creature. I don't know if you saw that, but it looks very cool. Um, what else? That new Boogeyman movie. I don't know how I feel about that, but. Oh, yeah. It's PG-13, so it might be, like, mm-hmm. along the lines of, like, maybe, like, Insidious or The Conjuring, something like that. But also, Nicolas Cage is coming to Dead by Daylight. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, a lot of people were, like, hoping he would be a killer, and I was, like, low-key hoping he would be a killer, too, but I think he's, like, a survivor, right? Yeah, he's for sure yeah. going to be a survivor. I don't know if it's going to be, like, Nicolas Cage from, like, Mandy, and then... I don't uh, know. Or it's just, like... I think it's just Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, that's Nicolas Cage in the fog. Okay, yeah. I, I can dig it. I mean, I yeah. love Nicolas Cage. I don't know. That's going to be really interesting. I mean, obviously, having him as one of his characters maybe makes it easier to... uh like craft his abilities and stuff like that and personally i would probably pick red uh from mandy but i don't know it's going to be really interesting i don't know if there are any more details surrounding that but um i'm i'm fascinated by it i have no idea who the killer like alongside him is going to be that's kind of interesting fucking harvey weinstein or something (laughs) that'd be some fucking shit yeah he has like a i don't even want to get into that yeah it makes me feel (laughs) icky yeah but uh yeah so so lots of cool horror stuff going on but of course this episode is about evil dead rise before we get into that though i always like to check in so i mean how have you been doing man what have you been watching recently oh god i've been i've been doing good man just got a promotion at work um trying to catch up on stuff at the office because the previous person that was in my position haven't hasn't been doing annual paperwork for her mm-hmm. individuals hasn't been doing like quarterly meetings and stuff like that and it's just a lot to catch up on and i'm already like more than three quarters of the way caught up on the shit that nice. she was not caught up on so there's that uh honestly haven't watched haven't sat down and watched a movie honestly since evil dead rise i'm pretty sure i've been watching the walking dead since i never got like super far into it mm-hmm. like the first time i watched the uh walking dead i only got up to the season where the governor kills herschel spoiler alert whatever you should have watched it by now <laughs> yeah. but right now i'm on the very final season of the walking dead and i'm getting ready because next month they're releasing dead city oh yeah i don't know man i mean i'm kind of interested in that but yeah i never finished the main series like past season seven or something and then i never watched fear of the walking dead so at this point oh, i never watched fear yeah at the, so at this point i'm like i don't really know about that dead city maybe i'll check it out but i'm not super invested we're actually watching um that hulu series the great with l fanning and nicholas holt where it's like a comedic representation of like catherine the great's right it's actually a really good show um and then We've been watching some other stuff too. I got way too much shit I'm watching right now. As far as movies go, though, I've been trying to keep up on some. We watched some here and there. We actually just saw Renfield. So speaking of Nicolas Cage, <laughs> we just How was it? We just checked it out. It was pretty fun. Yeah, pretty funny. Not my favorite. Um, I pretty much expected it. I mean, when you see like martial arts action going on in like a Dracula spinoff, yeah, you know, it's kind of weird, but. I mean, it was an enjoyable like popcorn flick and and uh Cage as Dracula, of course, fucking knocked it out of the park. I I would love to see like a more serious like version of that film with Cage as Dracula because he was definitely like the standout, but it was all right. It was okay. I don't think it's as gonna lo- make like my top three or anything, but 
No, as long as it's like a good popcorn flick, something you just sat down, smashed some nachos and enjoyed. Yeah. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like that's definitely what it is. I, I wouldn't expect uh, a Nicolas Cage uh, comedy horror movie about Dracula mm-hmm. to be like, you know, trend setting or yeah, you know, no. make a big wave. <laughs> yeah, the actual plot was kind of whatever, you know, like because you got them and fucking Aquafina, she's like trying to take down the mob or something and gets involved with you know, Renfield <laughs> and then Dracula's in the mix. It's like a really weird like narrative, but yeah, it's, it's still pretty fun. And then, um, yeah, other than that, I haven't been watching as much horror as I would like. I mean, I watched some new stuff. Uh, I just reviewed clock for that website. I write for now, de facto film review. So you guys can go check out that, uh, review on there. And then I saw this new shutter release called Quisera, the bone woman, which is like a Mexican, um, a horror film about this woman who's going through like a pregnancy and then has a kid and she's like haunted by this spirit one of those you know it sounds pretty typical but it was actually pretty decent um i'll probably do like a video on the youtube channel about that but but yeah but uh yeah that's 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 pretty much it work is work and you know we just like i said we moved so we're kind of still settling in but it's a nice place so Uh, Yeah, I just fucking mowed my lawn the other day during this hot weather, and I felt, at first I was okay, and I was happy, I'm like, I'm mowing my lawn, it's gonna look nice, and then I started moving a bunch of, like, stones in, like, my front lawn, because, like, there's, like, two little, like, beds next to my, uh, next to my porch that had, like, a bunch of, like, fucking, just a bunch of, like, trees growing and stuff, Mm -hmm. and then I moved the stones, and I, like, fucking mowed that, I mowed it on both sides of my porch, and all of a sudden, my heart started like palpitating, really oh, weird. Geez. Not 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 fast, but weird. And I was just like, "Holy fuck!" And then mm-hmm. like I sat down, and like I could not like fucking for the life of me get my heart rate to climb back down. I had to sit down for like ten minutes. So I need to start getting back into shape because yeah. I don't want to die mowing my lawn. That's the worst way to. That's the least cool way to die. <laughs> you gotta lay off the crack cocaine, my friend. Man, if I did <laughs> cocaine, I would probably straight up like have like an immediate stroke. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. I mean, it's been, I've, I've been there too. And like today I, we're supposed to go out to eat and I'm like, oh. We got some drinks last night. I've been like, um, I've been trying to find my, my alcohol. You know what I mean? I've been mm. trying to find which one is for me. And if you ever are going to get into drinking a little bit, like casually, try either a whiskey sour or an amaretto sour. Mm. They're like, they're, they're pretty sour so yeah. i guess you'd enjoy them and they're really sweet but like they fuck you up really fast but think, it fades really fast too I've, i think i've had those before and they're okay if i have a cocktail i've actually discovered that i kind of like gin based cocktails oh, um mm-hmm. yeah and but it, it, i don't have them that often but in general i'll just have like a beer and i've actually i don't know if i've devolved or evolved because i no longer really like like ipas and shit I used to be kind of you, into you've it. Evolved. You've evolved. <laughs> I think Past I've evolved. hipster. And no now, more hipster. <laughs> and now I just, and now if I have a beer, I just seek out like, like a good, like a good quality, like lager or Pilsner or something like that, or like an ale. And then I'm just set like, and I only have a couple, so I try not to overdo it, you know? Dude, I like, I like Michelob Ultra. Yeah, that one's good. Stella or like, um, what's the Mexican one called? Corona? No, no, no. The other one. Oh, uh, Modelo? Yeah, Modelo. I but like I I still go for the craft beers. I just try to drink like that style of beer. I'm kind of over like the fucking heavy shit and like IP. You know, I don't want to. Yeah, no, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> no. But anyway, um, 
so yeah so that's that's all that but let's get into uh, evil dead rise it's 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 about time so guys we're gonna take a, a brief moment here you can go take a piss break or whatever you gotta do and then <laughs> and then go uh, jack off or something that's right because we're gonna be we're gonna be ranting and raving about evil dead rise for for a decent bit so um we'll see you back here in a minute and we're excited man we'll see you back here on grave discussions in just a moment (laughs) welcome back fiends to grave discussions episode 106 this one's all about evil dead rise and we're about to get right into it so yeah, um, I mean, I know we already discussed how excited we were about this movie. You know, ever since I, I pretty much put you on Evil Dead in general. Yeah. It's become like one of your favorite franchises, and it's long been one of my favorite franchises. You know, I actually started out with Army of Darkness. Believe it or not, um, I had no idea what Evil Dead was as a kid, but for for whatever reason, <laughs> this is weird now because my dad's like not super into horror, but we owned Army of Darkness on. VHS and I remember watching it as a kid and I absolutely loved it. I thought it was simultaneously hilarious and you know at the time I thought it was like also pretty scary <laughs> um, in some parts. And then years down the line I discovered that it was like the third movie in the original you know Evil Dead uh, trilogy. And then I watched like the first two and I fell in love with those and I thought they were incredible. And uh, you know, and then I, I really liked the 2013 film as well. And now a decade later, we've got Evil Dead Rise. And it's been a long time coming since since that one. But as soon as this movie was announced, it got a lot of hype. And then the trailers came out and more information came out. And everybody was really excited about it. And then in like the, the months leading up to it, I know we were extremely hyped about it. But I wasn't seeing as much hype in the community. But like as soon as the movie came out, you know, like, like we said before, it's been, it's been all the rage since, since then. And I think for good reason, although, you know, it certainly has its detractors too. So we're going to talk about that and we're going to, we're going to talk about it in, in general, but then we're going to get into some spoilers, of course, because it's going to be impossible to, to discuss it fully without getting into spoilers, but, uh, spoiler free. I know that you sent me a message after you had seen it or actually i don't know if if you sent me a message or if i saw you post a comment on facebook or something but i think you said you actually were a little bit disappointed so i'm wondering well i want you to expand on that of course and if it's if it's you know relying on spoilers we'll get into that but i'm curious about that i'm curious if your opinion has changed at all and just in general, kind of what you feel about it. My opinion has changed ever since I sat on it and let it like marinate. And I just realized like it wasn't the movie mm-hmm. that was like the movie itself. Nothing really like it wasn't bad like at all. But I felt like I was just way too excited. And like I had high expectations, but like it's weird because like the movie did meet them. I think the it was the ending the ending is what like kind of changed my whole thing on it it wasn't like 
the entire middle part was excellent. Like mm-hmm. this, uh, from the bathtub scene until the the ending scene, like before all the way at the end when they were in the hallway. And then after that, like I feel like the ending soured it, but I thought the intro was great. Um, the dialogue was like a little bit off because, you know, um, uh, it was written by someone not from the USA. So like, you know, people calling each other sis or, mm-hmm. a- or like auntie and stuff like that. You know, that's <laughs> not in our, like, hey, cuz, like, you know, we don't talk like that. But, you know, Australians and people from New Zealand do like they'll call their cousins cuz and shit like that. But that was like, you know, little shit. But mm-hmm. I thought it was like, I thought it was solid. Like now that I like. Honestly, I've been thinking about, I think about the movie every day and I try to like recall parts that I really liked. And like, I can't really think of anything other than the dialogue and the ending that I disliked. Mm -hmm. So now that I finally like sat on it, like I get like why I was like, why I was like disappointed because like, I don't want to go into spoilers. The ending, like I felt like there was no real danger to Mm -hmm. like the threat to like two of the main characters. And I was just like. You know, I've, I've already seen enough movies, but that's, like, that's a me thing. That's not the movie thing. Like, I already felt like nothing was going to happen to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't feel like they were in any danger. And I don't know. For me, it was just the dialogue in the ending, man. Honestly, if I'm being real. Like, that's the that's the only thing that was, like, a little bit of a turnoff. And the fact that, like, the demon didn't talk as much good shit as it did in the 2013 remake. Like, when when Mia was possessed and David's like Mia and she's like come down here so I can suck your cock pretty boy like saying that to her own brother and then yeah and then she's he's like Mia and he's like Mia's dead you fucking idiot your little sister's getting raped in hell like that shit was like yeah that's what a demon would say yeah but in this one it was just like the stuff like you stinking groupie and stuff like that which like I get it like I feel like it was unintentionally goofy and that kind of like took a little of the oomph away from it Mm -hmm. but like it it's not bad like I I initially was like, wow, that fucking sucked. I'm sad. But, like, looking back at it, it was just, like I said, the dialogue and the ending that soured it for me. The rest of the movie, I fucking loved. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I get where you're, where you're coming from, totally. At first, I was like, oh, no, he, like, hates the movie. But I'm glad to hear that it, it's not like that. Because I think there is way more to like about the movie than there is to dislike about the movie. Yeah, I guess it depends sure. where you're coming from. You know, I like, I wanted to talk about this later, but uh, you know, when I come across uh, like user reviews and you know, people on Facebook and other social media, I, I feel like a lot of the negative comments are from people who don't have as much experience with the evil dead franchise. And a lot of them, well, there's, there seems to be two kind of general, uh, I guess groups when it when it comes to the the negative and one is like the people who haven't really seen much Evil Dead so they're like yeah, it was kind of like goofy and like funny and I I wasn't like feeling that I wasn't expecting that and you know then of course you got the people like well it's Evil Dead you've never seen the Evil Dead and hey you know some people haven't seen Evil Dead before or like the previous movies right so yeah. maybe they're unaware that that's kind of like what it's all about like that's its shtick is is the kind of corny campy combined with the terrifying um which which creates this really kind of unique aura to the to the film but um and and it definitely was that like you were saying but there there are those people and then there are the people who i think are 
comparing it, which I understand, you know, any new movie in like a franchise, people are always going to naturally compare it to what came out before it. I try not to do that, especially because while it takes place within the same universe, like besides that, I don't really see the need to compare it to the 2013 film other than like, oh, they're both, you know, similar types of new Evil Dead films. So there is that. A lot of people are like, well, the 2013 one was, you know, more brutal and uh, the Deadites were were better and stuff like that. We'll do, we'll go into that on our, on our feelings about that. Um, but those are like the main kind of negative comments I see. But in general, I find that like overall consensus is that people really like evil dead rise um and and i'm the same way honestly i I really love this movie i'm still kind of deciding how i feel about it in relation to like the rest of the franchise especially the 2013 movie when i came out of the movie theater i was telling my wife like i think this one may be maybe the scariest evil dead film i would have to say so because I think I feel like the the overall like tension and atmosphere in this movie is maybe not leaps and bounds better than like the original or the 2013 film. But I, I was a little bit more into it as far as like the suspense and the creepiness factor and everything else goes. And like the 2013 film also has that in spades. But there's just something about this one. I feel like it's even more claustrophobic. The fact that you've got kids dealing with their possessed mother just adds like this whole new layer of like creepiness to me, which I think kind of takes takes over like the 2013 film in terms of like scare factor and just the fact that they're like trapped in this like little tiny apartment. I don't know. So I I would say that I know that's probably going to be a controversial you know opinion but no i agree with it i mean think about it the person that likes is supposed to love you most in the world and protect you is now the person who is trying to kill you like that's crazy yeah so i mean it it brings forward this like taboo topic which is like involving kids in this horrible situation you know even like young kids pretty young kids um and you know just like the single mom and sure auntie beth is there but you know, you always feel like they are in danger for sure, which, which for me, you know, and like how they, how they cultivated the atmosphere, this like dark, dingy rundown apartment. I just thought it all worked really well. And then of course the special effects typical for an evil dead movie, but still really, really good. So overall I I really liked it. And, and I don't know, I, like I said, I don't know where I put it in my tier list of evil dead films but i think it's like closer to the top for me but that might be recency bias i don't know i still gotta rewatch it a few times but um for me i would say evil dead one is my favorite because like it gets going really quick and like there's is not like funny Mm -hmm. like it's not like the second one the second one was purposely funny this one had a few instances with like the puppet that were like goofy but like once ash is all alone in the first evil dead and he's like going into the cellar and then he like tries to touch the mirror and then like the fucking liquid splashes at him out the mirror and then like i don't know it's like very like cerebral Mm -hmm. that's why i like the first one 
and like the setting the cabin is just so fucking creepy and like it has like the same feel as like texas chainsaw massacre like you feel like you're watching something that like mm-hmm. you shouldn't be watching like you know it's just legitimately scary yeah. uh, ev- and after after the original evil dead i would have to go with evil dead 2 i love evil dead 2 mm-hmm. like it's a completely different movie but bruce campbell beating the shit out of himself <laughs> and then Hen- henrietta and fucking the hillbillies and fucking annie noby and ed getley and everything mm-hmm. like it was just i don't know it was a solid movie too and like the chainsaw hand i mean yeah the origin of that the, the origin of the groovy you know yeah and then i would say after that for me is <laughs> army of darkness because i you can't beat army of darkness like mm-hmm. it's so many quotables the shop smart shop s smart like listen here you primitive screwheads like yeah. like the fucking uh excuse me mr fancy pants when he was talking to fucking henry the red i mean that movie has like a fucking insane amount of quotables Good, honey you bad. got real ugly i'm the guy with the gun exactly like yeah. i don't know that movie is like fucking s tier mm-hmm. bro that movie is s tier so i would say i like the original because of how scary it was i like evil dead too because like it's like the or it's the origin of like the ash versus evil dead ash yeah yeah like that like same feel and then army of darkness is just bonkers after that i would say evil dead rise and then 2013 evil dead 2013 evil dead was great but it also had a few like eh, moments and i feel like mm-hmm. it was like really like balls to the wall but it wasn't scary you know what i mean i wasn't like the only scary scene is when like the one blonde chick is like laying in the fucking cellar and then possessed mia like slowly comes through the shadows and like looks at her and then starts like mm-hmm. cutting her with the box cutter and shit like that and like vomiting in her face yeah that that movie is definitely i mean i i understand what people mean i think that movie is probably more fucked up and disturbing maybe than evil dead rise in terms of like how they it, it in, in terms of body horror, I think more so, right? Because, yeah, you know, sure. you've got, I don't even see, this is bad because I don't even remember some of the side characters' names, but the one chick cutting her face with the glass and, yeah. and then, you know. I the, think her name was Olivia. Yeah, and then like the, the boiling water scene and all that shit and like his girlfriend like cutting her arm off with the electric, like all that stuff. Like in terms of body horror, that movie yeah. probably does supersede evil dead rise i will i will give it that and like it's still got good atmosphere but i mean is it as suspenseful and tense and and actually scary as evil dead rise i would argue probably no no it's not and i I mean i will give it this like the deadite dialogue is probably better yeah but but overall i think i probably prefer just that goings on of evil dead rise so my my rankings would probably be something similar yeah but and i guess like evil dead the 2013 one was a little bit underwhelming because like the year before that they had just released like cabin in the woods and mm-hmm. then we get another cabin in the woods movie so i think that skewed a lot of people's opinions too because like mm-hmm. cabin in the woods was supposed to give us like this meta explanation of why shit happens in horror movies and we're just like oh they're in the cabin doing this because you know there's hormones getting sprayed and and yeah. watching the evil dead remake i could the reboot i could not help but think of all this stuff from cabin in the woods mm-hmm. and i i also kind of 
I don't know. The see the apartment setting of Evil Dead Rise, I think actually really works. I know it's not way better the ca- than the cabin. Uh, yeah, I know it's not the cabin in the woods. I know that's the OG, but you know, I, I feel like that argument is not that valid because we still had a cabin, but like they just yeah. briefly touched on it because it was like a little, you know, a little nod to the previous movies. Like, hey, right. we're trying something different. But like, there's yeah, there's nothing wrong with branching out. I mean, Army of Darkness took place in medieval fucking times in a castle <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean exactly and exactly. ash versus evil dead the series like they went back to the cabin but the actual series the majority of it did not take place in the cabin right so obviously yeah, they're no. trying to expand the universe which is what you have to do when you have like a long continuing franchise right i mean fucking phantasm didn't all take place in the mausoleum it was basically no. a road movie series at the end of it and they're they're trying to build this universe which which i mean we'll get into it i think i think it's probably a good time to get into the spoilers now so yeah let's do it warning you know if you haven't seen the movie yet go watch it first of all and then come back and and finish up this episode because we're going to begin into the spoilers but i mean i'll just go off of that you know here we see a very clear indication that they're trying to branch out by introducing three distinct Necronomicons, which I think is actually a huge plot point in this movie that I don't see that many people talking about, but I actually found really interesting. Yeah, just like the three books in fucking Army of Darkness. Yeah, some I think I saw an article where they were theorizing that it was those three books. I'm not sure about that. I think it was probably what inspired it, but... I mean, maybe it is. I, I don't know. Maybe it is. But these. I mean, ones, if you think about it, the fucking the original evil, like Evil Dead, it's the fucking. I mean, I don't know because, like, in the original one, they didn't call it the Necronomicon Ex Mortis. They called it something else. Um, I think no. I think they called it that in Evil Dead Two, didn't they? Exactly, yeah. Evil Dead Two, and then the one after, and then in the reboot, they didn't call it anything. But in in this one, they called it the same thing they called it in the original Evil Dead yeah it was the um like the book of the dead right yeah but it was like um hold on i'm gonna do some research here okay but but while you're doing that but essentially there are three distinct books one that's a you know from the original trilogy or really that originated in evil dead 2 since evil dead 2 is like a soft reboot of the first evil dead and then the one from the 2013 film which is different and then the Evil Dead Rise book. So Natur- N- Naturum de Manto. That's the one from yeah, the original yeah. Evil Dead and from Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. Which makes sense because tonally, I would say Evil Dead Rise is closest in tone to the original Evil Dead. Like, just really dark, atmospheric. Mm-hmm. The demons are going batshit. They're stabbing people. They're, mm-hmm. you know, but it wasn't like outlandish and campy. Like, 2013 sometimes got campy, just like yeah. Evil Dead. I would say Evil Dead 1 evil is similar to evil dead um rise rise evil dead 2 is similar to like the 2013 but then army of darkness is like more like the show like it's kind of just like outlandish like those are like the parallels i drew at least sure yeah i I think there's some merit to that i mean obviously some of them just kind of stand out on their own and then i mean if you really want to get technical then you got like the first three are really more tonally similar to each other and then you got to 2013 and and rise but but yeah but so but 
I think it's really cool. Whether or not the three books are the ones from Army of Darkness are, you know, a, a point of debate, but the director did confirm that, you know, there are three books and and that it's at least inspired by Army of Darkness, which I think is really cool. Um, so that still opens up the possibility that, you know, we we could maybe see some of the other characters from the other movies joining up together, or at least that there's a possibility that we're going to go somewhere else and continue the story and, and expand the world even more. Right. Which, which I think is great because, you know, a series or a franchise like this, you have to do that, right. To keep it fresh and relevant. Um, you know, you don't need Ash. I mean, I know everybody's like Ash, Ash, and I love Ash. He's like my favorite character, but the fact of the matter is this, you know, Bruce Campbell is, is, too old now to be doing that right yeah like all the time just straight up facts i mean probably even was for for ash versus evil dead but i mean at that point you know it was like really the the end of his story and i'm still sad it was canceled but that's another topic but you know for for him to be like doing all these movies it's just not really feasible anymore i know he said he would do it if if sam raimi directed and i would love to see that but you know he's not going to be around forever and the franchise is too lucrative and obviously still too much of a fan favorite to just bury it. So obviously they're still going to want to make movies. And in order to do that, they need new characters, new stars. They need to expand the universe and branch out from the, from the cabin in the woods. So I know a lot of people are nostalgic about it. We've talked about this like so many times on the show, but nostalgia will only get you so far, right? And yeah, because then you're just making a movie with Easter eggs and shout outs like yeah. then like what's the point of that? What's the point? Like you said, if you're not expanding, if if you're not exploring mm. things from a micro level to a macro level, like we've yeah. seen like what it looks like now. I mean, we've seen minor we've seen the details of like what the Necronomicon is about. Now we need mm. we need these movies to expand upon the bigger picture, just like the show did the, the dark ones and Ruby yeah. and all stuff like we need that for the movies. Yeah, exactly. And I think that they have, you know, potential to do that. I mean, whether they want to try to get Jane Levy back as Mia or... I would love that. I, w- I, would, I would too. Or w- if they want to get um, Lily Sullivan back as Beth or have him team up or whatever, right? It doesn't matter. But the, the potential is there for them to take these characters and, p- and put them outside of their of their movies and have them do something else. Maybe bring back some characters from the show and, and mix it up and and have it be this bigger event, right? Because I th- I feel like that's where it's going is that, you know, the movies are really about this isolated setting, which makes it creepier, yes. But, you know, the show showed us that it can expand and that it can be good as like this is as like this huge horror event and i think it would be cool to see a movie like that i think it's gonna be kind of like the show like i think it's gonna be like now we do apartment building and we're gonna do Mm -hmm. like um i don't know what's what's bigger than an apartment building right a fucking like a city city, or something and then the final one in this trilogy will be called like evil dead apocalypse where the entire world is ran (laughs) by deadites just like but then it'll get kind of walking deadish so i don't know if they're gonna want to do that 
I mean, they could just try to make up for like what was supposed to be the final season of the of the series and have it be in like the and future. Then, and then Ash, Kelly, Pablo show up in it too. <laughs> that would be dope. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, there's and a Brandy. lot of opportunities, but yeah, I almost yeah. forgot about her. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think it's just possible, you know, now that they've introduced three different books, it's totally possible that they can just keep making movies, even similar to Rise, and just have, like, new characters show up. Um, at some point, you know, it might get a little tiring, but if they have the right characters and the right stories, then I don't think it'll ever be bad. I agree. Obviously, you'll have people that are still always going to be like, oh, well, it's not the original, but... Yeah, hey, but let's be real. Change, there's, you know? there's no bad, evil, dead anything. Yeah, it, it, that's, there's that's one none. of the things I was going to say. Like Everything is pretty consistently good to great, which is rare for a horror franchise. I know, mean, so. look at all the rest of the franchises. Jason has some shitters. Yeah. Michael has some stinkers. Phantasm, I think, is solid. Phantasm is one of those other mm-hmm. franchises, but it's more low-key. And like, I feel yeah. like we were like ahead of the curve as far as like that franchise mm-hmm. like I, I think i think in the next 10 years people will come to appreciate phantasm more because yeah it's gonna start getting like i'm telling you it always happens we always talk about something on the podcast and then it gets some sort of special release or like news <laughs> about it yeah. you notice that you remember that shit every time mm-hmm. we would like like when we watch spookies and then they like i bought it from this like shitty website called like monster movies where they like fucking just converted it from like a vhs to like a dvd mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden spookies has this like 2k like reprint with like <laughs> fucking remastery and like what the fuck mm-hmm. yeah i don't know we'll see what happens i mean i know that they released that box set where you get like the prop um floating orb thing yeah uh, but i don't but i don't know if that was after we discussed it or not i feel like it might have been but anyway um but yeah i mean regardless of what the future of evil dead looks like um i think this movie definitely sets that up but let's actually talk about some of the elements uh, more in depth to expand on what we were discussing before. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, there, there's a lot to this movie. So obviously it takes place in an apartment building kind of akin to Demons 2. A lot, yeah. I, I have seen some comparisons to that. And the comparisons are, are valid. I mean, uh, they both take place in an apartment building. They both, um, you know, consist of these demons and this like apartment complex this one is a little bit different because it's it's a little more personal right that one like you you have many many demons as, yeah, as far just, as i can remember yeah it's just demons running amok just yeah. like you know it's not like a controlled like setting you know mm-hmm. what i mean but this one is is one floor of an apartment building and already a pretty desolate one like aside from um ellie's family it's really just what like one other older guy and then i think like one other family that lives like on a that kid floor. and his little brother yeah yeah exactly and i think they have like maybe an older brother or the dad or something but yeah so there's there aren't really that many people and as soon as shit starts happening they get trapped on that floor you know the elevator's busted and even i think the the door to the the stairwell like is like him crumbling down yeah so you know, they don't really have a way out. It all takes place at night, which is fantastic. And, you know, it's it's the one night thing, which is consistent with, with the rest of the franchise. Well, at least like the first two movies um, and then the 2013 film. But, 
I just, I just really like the tension. I mean, I think the fact that they kept it to this one floor, kept it to a, a few characters, like less than 10 characters is perfect. And I, I don't know. I just love the fact that they have this, this family being the ones that are going through this, especially the kids, right? All three of the, of the child actors, I think, um, actually do a, a really good job. Um, especially, I really liked the character of Danny, played by Morgan Davies who, fun fact, I think is actually a trans actor. Um, is that the blonde one? Yeah, like the blonde boy, yeah. So I, th- I thought that character was great. The little the little girl, Cassie, also did a great job, and then Bridget also did a, a good job, particularly as a demon. Um, oh, my God, the fucking the tummy shit? Yeah, that was, that was really cool. I thought that was fucking dope. Everyone was, like, complaining about that the tummy stuff. I thought it was very unsettling. Yeah, uh, a lot of it was. I mean, like I said before, I know that the the brutality maybe wasn't quite to the level of the 2013 evil dead but that doesn't mean that it wasn't still brutal i mean no because this one didn't this one really wasn't like body horror a lot of it was like atmosphere and tension and like what the fuck's going on and then honestly the beginning like i thought the fucking can we talk about that fucking like the fucking the cold open though like the, the scalping Oh my god! Rising out of the water—that was definitely the coolest intro to an Evil Dead project. Yeah, I think so too, dude. Like fuck, like especially like the floating out of the water and then the fucking big yeah, the title, title screen, Evil Dead Rise. Like I—that was awesome. You couldn't, you couldn't think, you couldn't come up with a better opening scene. I don't think. Mm-hmm. No, um, that was really cool. The scalping was awesome, and then, I mean, I kind of assumed that it was going to take. It was going to be one of those like, oh, this happens after the events, but. That didn't really bother me. I mean, it, it, it's a nod to the cabin in the woods and it kind of gives you a preview of the crazy shit that's going to happen. So that was awesome. And then I really liked the, you know, the intro to the characters. You've got this like cool, like tattoo artist, um, single mom and her like three kind of like progressive kids, you know, of course people are, I don't even really want to get into it that much, but of course people are going to go into like, Oh, it's woke. It's not fucking woke. It's inclusive. It's not fucking exactly. woke. Imagine yeah. like, imagine thinking because other people have representation in any, in any fucking realm affects your fucking old stupid ass. Mm-hmm. Like, go fuck yourself. I hate people like that. Imagine, like, bro, for how many, for how many fucking years have like LGBT people and minorities not had representation? Literally in the mm-hmm. 1980s, all you see is white people in short shorts at summer camp. Like that's the whole 1980s. Right. And it. It gets fucking old, dude. And then people are like, oh, they're they're shoving it down our throats. They're shoving it down our throats. Well, how do you think these people felt back in the day? They literally haven't had representation. And then just straight white motherfuckers constantly mm-hmm. being in movies. They had no representation. And then when they finally do get representation at like sleepaway camp, like their representation is like a villain. Like get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. It really doesn't affect the movie at all. It doesn't. I mean, we, we, we get their personalities and that's really it. And you could argue like, oh well, why even? Just just because that's who they are as characters. Because right? in These real people life, exist. That's exactly the whole point. because if you go if you go to a random fucking household today in 2023, you go to like mm-hmm. a big city like New York, where like or California or somewhere that's like progressive, and you go into any progressive house, like there's gonna be a black kid, there's gonna be a trans kid, there's gonna like get the fuck over it, like. Get with mm-hmm. the fuck. Your people are so fucking out of touch, bro, and it makes me mad because this shit does not affect their lives at all, yeah, at fucking all. Really. Just let people have representation and let people be fucking happy. Like let 
And like mm-hmm. their gender or and none of that was like even mentioned to us in the movie. It wasn't mm-hmm. like they weren't talking like they weren't sitting there talking about white cis males are the devil. Like no nothing progressive was like even like really mm-hmm. said about like any of the people in this movie. They were just regular people. They didn't like shove an ideology down people's throats. They didn't mention anything that was like woke. So like just mm-hmm. like let people fucking live. Like it wasn't like, you know, fucking like the Black Christmas remake where shit was like shoved down our throats. Yeah. It, this one was like, hey, there's these kids, there's these people, they're in an apartment complex and one of the kids happens to be trans and like they're really progressive. Mm-hmm. Like w- what'd you expect? A poor family living in a fucking apartment complex to like be rich and like fucking blonde hair, blue eyes, fucking like right, cisgender, exactly. like fucking like Hitler's wet dream? No, dude. <laughs> Yeah, and and the fact that you know, like these come off as as pretty good kids, um, just makes the horror that much more intense too. Because it is because they're so like wholesome. Yeah. They're just sweet. You kids have no reason like, to be like fuck these kids. <laughs> no, you don't. It's not like the Texas Chainsaw fucking mm-hmm. you know, sequel that just got released. Like yeah. you know, like exactly. I fucking hated all those kids. I wanted, dude, you're gonna get canceled. Like, see, that's what the shit people don't like. Like, don't mm-hmm. be so fucking cheesy with it, but. I don't know, yeah. like, I cared about the kids, you know, I cared. They're, like, single mom is struggling, they're getting, what, they're getting kicked out of the apartment or something, right? Yep, and they take care of each other, yeah, they're, they're, well, the whole apartment, I think, was supposed to be, like, torn down or, yeah, or something exactly. like that, or they're gonna get kicked out, and so they're, like, they're struggling, they don't know where to go, their dad just left, and obviously, they're trying to take care of one another, right? I mean, both of the older kids try to look out for the, for the younger girl, and then, you know, what happens to the mom is even more tragic because now they don't really have a mother and all they have to do, like all, the only person they have really to look after them now is is Beth, who who just kind of randomly shows up, right? So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, the situation is, is definitely fucked. Like, you know, if I was a kid, that would be like my worst nightmare. And the fact that they are directly involved in everything that's happening and especially that they themselves become demons and then end up fucking like undead is is even more terrifying because that's not something that is usually depicted in horror right? i mean sure you have kids who die every now and then but they're like they're fighting off their possessed mom and then eventually they like succumb to that and become demons themselves like that's 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 I pretty thought it was fucked really up. sad. And that's what, like, they were already struggling. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like, it didn't occur to me, like, because, like, I just wasn't, like, thinking, like, like, when you get possessed, you're done. Like, you're dead. Like, you're not you yeah. ever again. So, like, once the mom got possessed, I'm like, oh, exactly. I wonder if they're going to try to, like, no, this isn't the exorcist. They're not going to exorcise her. They're going to have to murder her. So, she gets mm-hmm. possessed. Now, they don't have a fucking mom. Now, their mom's trying to kill them. Like, the only person that they leaned on is trying to kill them. And then they start turning one mm-hmm. by one. And then I feel the worst for the little one because she had to watch her her only fucking family besides Beth, like, get turned into yep. demons and, like, just never be themselves again and they were already struggling and going through all this shit like it's fucking sad like no one like thinks about it like no one's talked about it from that angle but it's really sad like i don't even blame cassie for like opening the door for her mom you know in that one scene which was a great scene where she's at the at the peephole in the door and she's like trying to essentially talk to her like her mother like you know let mommy in like i'm still singing her a song yeah she like sing her like a lullaby or something 
just like Mia sung that uh, lullaby that yeah. her and David's mom used to sing to them in mm. Evil Dead. But but as a young a young young child, and like that's your mom, you know, like you probably could maybe tell like she just ripped this little boy's arms off and sent him propelling into the fucking wall yeah, outside. That was ridiculous. Which was that crazy. was fucking crazy. But like that's still your mom. And as a little child, like it's difficult to wrap your head around that. And like, you still maybe have this notion that like, okay, like maybe, maybe like my mom is still in there and like, maybe that's still my mom and she loves me. So like, I'll let her in. And then she like tries to claw your face off and it's like, okay, maybe not. But yeah, it's, it's, it's tragic and terrifying and sad all at the same time, which I think is, is probably one of my favorite things about this movie is that it really, like it, it it doesn't hold back on that aspect you know and then the fact that like all the other kids get taken in you know and then become deadites is also like pretty fucked up. well not not cassie but you know bridget and, and danny do and then like the other little kids as well out in the hallway so yeah it 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 just doesn't care it's like fuck these yeah kids. and then <laughs> imagine being beth too having to fight off your sister mm-hmm. and your fucking your fucking family members and like on top of it like the little kids in the hallway and like your family members are the little kids too and like i said your fucking sister and then you got to protect the one person that you do have left like it's Mm -hmm. yeah um now it's scary it it really is and um you know the it still was pretty brutal too and i liked how i like the pacing of the movie how it like the the deadite infestation kind of progressed throughout the film as well um i thought that was was done well and was still very very tense and very suspenseful and creepy um i was going to talk about actually the the monster at the end i don't want to jump all the way to the end but since we're talking about the kids and the and the deadites and all that i think it's relevant you know i know you said that the ending wasn't your favorite i i agree and disagree when i watched it i was kind of like i understand that they're paying homage they tried something new too like yeah they they tried something new with with the with the creature which when i kind of thought about it and i read something about it too it was like you know that the, that ellie wanted them all to be together right so what what better way for them all to be together as a family than to literally be together as one yeah. thing but i did see a lot of people saying like it, it wasn't as effective because it was like this slow ass monster that was kind of easy to take down but in the moment i still thought it was like a pretty terrifying monster even if it wasn't even if the stakes weren't extremely high as far as like it you know taking out beth and and cassie um i still think the overall look of it was pretty dope like it was pretty scary and and yeah they tried something new which they haven't really done anything like that in evil dead before so i thought that was still pretty cool um and then the fact that they kind of paid homage to the 2013 film i'm still not sure it's not my favorite thing in the world i think it's it's cool that they're paying homage to it and and being like hey yeah this this kind of takes place in like the same universe and this protagonist is similar to mia in some respects yeah which now that i think about it i'm not sure if maybe they did that to say hey, this is going to be like the character moving forward and Mia isn't really relevant anymore. Or if it was just to show that like these two characters are are similar in, in what they've suffered through 
I guess we'll find out like when they make more movies, but, um, so it wasn't my favorite ending in the world, but it was still like a pretty decent ending. Yeah. I was just not a fan. Like it would have been, I I don't know, like the monsters look, I just didn't like it. It just looked like a fucking giant Ferris wheel of like fucking (laughs) parts. Have have you ever like, hold on. Have have you ever played, uh, or, or heard of that game? Um, God, what's it's like, it's not, I was going to say Tomagotchi. That's not what it is. It's like, ah, uh, fuck. It's that game. It's like, like Japanese game where you roll a ball and like, you're like, you're collecting these like random, like junk items to make your ball of like random shit bigger. I've heard, I know what you're talking about, yeah. but I don't know the name of it, but that's essentially, uh, it kind of reminded me of that, um, Katamari Damacy. <laughs> I was having like fucking society flashbacks, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. That that actually yeah, that's a that's a pretty good callback yeah. I, so I agree with that. I mean, I think it would have been maybe a little bit more effective if instead of that they it would just like they were all just going after Beth and Cassie, and kind of like divide and conquer. Right? You've got like eight different fucking deadites coming after you. Like that's pretty terrifying. <laughs> but it would have been a smarter strategy on the deadites part, you know? Yeah, yeah. But then I guess thematically it, it wouldn't have made sense. No, because, like, you know, they're all supposed to come together as a family. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Like, I get it now. And, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just didn't like the design. Yeah. I think that was the big thing. Like, it was cool that they were all, like, one. But, but like, Mm -hmm. what? it's kind of like, what's the, if it's, if it's, like, one deep demon controlling all these people, why do, why does he need to combine his, like, multiple, like, (laughs) vessels into one vessel? (laughs) Yeah, I I don't, I don't know. Maybe I try not to, I tried not to think about it like like in like well he could technically uh, demon technically we've seen it in the movies they just fly through the air he could have just possessed mm-hmm. Beth and uh the little girl and made them kill themselves like but it's like do we really want to like nitpick that much cuz I don't cuz that yeah, just fucking I ruins like we got to disbelief and accept going on mm-hmm. and be like oh this is how it is and like that's how all movies are. You always have to suspend disbelief. Come on, there's a fucking monster demon that shoved a bunch of parts together. No part of this exists mm-hmm. in reality. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, right. you have to. And yeah, I just thought it was a little uh, goofy. Like, that's all, yeah. that's all. But other than like the dialogue and everything, I thought the pacing was solid. Everyone was like, the movie took forever to like, I'm sorry, do you not, really enjoy, do you not enjoy storytelling? Like, I don't think people do. I mean, it really didn't take that long from the cold open to like the the kids leaving to get the pizza and then coming back. I mean, as soon as they come back and they find like the vault down there and find the I book, also like it didn't also take that, that was long. A little, I also thought that was a little goofy. Like, why is there like a yeah. like a bank like a bank vault that has the Necronomicon like underneath this apartment complex? Yeah, I don't I don't mind that much that they didn't like dive into why that it was there but um i don't know we could probably just assume that like some some random person like hit it away i mean i think well there was the recordings like didn't they yeah kind bruce of campbell was in the recordings yeah that that whole not to go off topic but that whole scene with the recordings i thought was actually really really cool like it was extremely creepy like the way that the voices were on the Vinyl and I and thought everything. that that you had to like drop some blood on the book to get it open was pretty sick, and yeah. it had like the little fucking like little child safety lock on it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that whole scene was very cool. Um, and then everything just picks up right after that. So yeah, I don't. Oh, for sure. I don't agree. I mean, that didn't take place 
that far into the movie, honestly. So I don't, no. I don't see how people are saying like it took forever. Or the pacing was weird. I just literally think it's those people with goldfish brains who have like like stronger ADHD than even we do. <laughs> yeah, no. Just let like things fucking... breathe a little bit. Yeah, like and let let naturally. it let them un exactly let them unfold. Mm-hmm. Like if you just like, not every movie is gonna be fucking. I don't know. I mean, even The Conjuring didn't like start off and fucking go balls to the wall, and neither mm-hmm. did Insidious. Like. These movies have a story to tell. That's what people people don't understand. Movies are stories on the screen. You can't just be like, "All right, there's a mom. Now she's possessed. And now she's fucking killing people and ripping mm. their arms." Like, where is like like? Then what's the point? That's not a story. That's just right. like, this is what happened. And then it's like, I don't know. It just people. Not everything needs to be balls to the wall, hundred percent all the time. Like, chill mm-hmm. out. Let let stuff build and like. Once it builds, it's worth it. I mean, we saw it from this movie. Like, shit got crazy. Like, mommy's with the maggots mm-hmm. now. Like, fuck. Like, shit. Yeah. I love that. I love that shit. I mean, despite some of the dialogue being creepy, I mean, a lot of it, especially from Ellie, was was great. Like, that line in particular was excellent. Mommy's um, with the maggots. I love that shit. Yeah. And, and there were some other good lines, too. So, let, let's talk about that real quick, too. I mean, I think that the Ellie deadite is, is top two or three deadites in the entire franchise including the show no i 100 percent agree like her facial expressions too like mm-hmm. she fucking nailed that shit it she was legitimately scary she was mm-hmm. the best thing about this movie that one yeah exactly that one scene where she was like coming out from from the hallway like behind the oh wall and she God. was like kind of looking off to the side creepily at them i was like yo this is fucking she's so good yeah her her character, I mean, for me is is definitely what um, made the movie really really intense and and actually sure. scary and creepy. For sure, and I love like, that they kept her like throughout the entire movie. Like it could have been easy to kill her off like halfway throughout the movie or something like that. But nope. bro, the the look on her, the look when she found out about the vent in the hallway, mm-hmm. that was the look in her crazy. face, and she was just like like bro i was like oh shit it was just stuff like that like this movie did a really good job of not relying on like too many jump scares i think there were maybe a couple but it was like her coming out of the hallway the vent thing where like you could see beth listening to the vinyl and then she just crawls out of the vent crawls on the wall behind her and then like pops up behind her that shit was like tense and creepy as hell um even like the scene of um bridget coming out with the bed sheet over her was, was yes. definitely creepy and i don't know there were lots of other moments that whole hallway scene through the through the peephole was great um god i know i'm forgetting a, a ton but yeah there it's were okay lots we, of we only really watched it once horrific. it's yeah. okay <laughs> but there were there were a lot of those types of like scary scenes that didn't just rely on like dialogue that were very atmospheric and, and, in my opinion, very effective. And a lot of it was was Ellie, but some of it was also like the other characters, which which was awesome. So, yeah. Um, I don't. Know I mean, overall, else. now now that I let it breathe, like, and like was able to like, you know, think about like my biases and all this shit, and like, and like not really let like the small shit like get in the way, because like. I mean, Scream, Six Cream, <laughs> we fucking, we enjoyed that, and that had some stupid fucking moments. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, I I think this film is, like, honestly, like, a solid, like, solid eight for me. 
I th- I mean I think and it it could be a little biased, but I think on Letterbox I gave it like a four and a half out of five because I just really I just really well we it. are Evil Dead fanboys yeah so I mean <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying like, I think you know a little bias plays into that but I mean in reality it's probably like a four out of five movie or like yeah. you said like an eight out eight and a half out of ten maybe but I mean honestly I, I, the the good parts about it I think definitely outweigh the bad does it have flaws yes. Of course, yeah. every movie does. There's no perfect movie. I mean, no. even mo- movies that are fantastic, like that we love, like Summer of 84 and Incident mm-hmm. in a Ghostland and A Dark Song and The Possession from 1981, they yeah. all have something. But like, no movie's going to be like, I liked every second of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's it's ridiculous to think that like every horror movie can be perfect when it's really like one of the most like, taboo genres anyway and like people hate on it and no one wins awards for fucking no one wins grammys or whatever the fuck they're called for this shit or oscars yeah Yeah. i don't they don't don't give a shit about awards (laughs) so i don't know about them yeah but like it's it's one of like it's the black sheep of like movies Mm -hmm. of like movie categories movie genres so like we can't like we can't expect too much but like and when we look back at our favorite movies like evil dead one evil dead two Friday the 13th part 6, Halloween mm-hmm. 1, Black Christmas, Reanimator, all movies had their little some little things that you're like, yeah, no, I don't like that. That's stupid. Yeah. But like that doesn't stop them from being great. I mean, mm-hmm. the best things in the world are kind of dumb. Like like look at pizza. Pizza's great. But like also like why are we putting cheese on bread and then adding meat on top of it with like some tomato sauce and then mm-hmm. it's going to make me have a violent shit later. Like you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like not everything is like perfect and great and everything's mm-hmm. fine and dandy like everything has flaws and that's literally the point i mean humans make these movies humans star in them humans write the dialogue yep. like you gotta like not take stuff so seriously that's right you, you can't be like all fucking anal about shit and you can't be all jaded like no i'm just fucking like shut up I'm like that's why i hate movie critics bro like <laughs> people who are like well this movie wasn't no 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 it's like bro shut your fat ass up like for real like nobody cares you old ass man yeah i mean and even as a movie critic i try to approach it from every possible direction right i mean if something is just literally awful doesn't make sense oh for sure like fucking like sure like if we're talking about some shit like fucking uh sickle once sickle twice (laughs) like oh god then yeah that's like obviously yeah. like bad like and stupid and we can say it but mm-hmm. there, you could say some good things about it too but like I in mean, general yeah. like you could just be realistic and be like yeah this sucked but it was like in, it was, in general it was bad yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not but like yeah but but evil dead rise you know i mean overall it's a quality horror film it is could could it could you know some of the violence have been amped up could some of the i don't think it was necessary demon, demon dialogue for it wasn't violence. necessary the violence was like, could it have been sure yeah but it wouldn't have added anything like mm-hmm. think about it tell the demon like calling her a stinking groupie instead of calling yeah. her like a fucking <laughs> no good fucking whore like what's the difference yeah. like you know what i mean like it's yeah i mean it was it's something that like it, that's always been the deadites thing is like they they target what pisses you off makes you or makes you like pisses you off your insecurity and her getting called a groupie was one of the things that was like that she didn't like so like obviously he's gonna be like yeah you're a groupie Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it's those little things, but I'm not going to sit here and say the movie's bad just no, because it's not. I think like some things could have been improved or whatever. But this so, is yeah, actually, overall, uh, really I'm actually, this is going to be the first horror movie Blu-ray that I'm actually going to purchase in a long time. Nice. Yeah. I, I also, well, I, I, when is it coming out? Is it already out? Uh, when did it get released? Was it April or March? The actual, the movie came out um let me see god when was it because the way it the the way it's set up is whenever the movie gets released um three months Mm -hmm. later it gets released on on uh, physical right yeah i think yeah it came out like april something uh, so just in time for our birthdays in july yeah and then um it's will well it already came out on digital so it should be yeah pretty pretty soon Late I, June, early July. Yeah, I want to get the uh, 4K. Like I do too, cause I and I want to see if there's like any extra shit on there. Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. Um, especially if they do any like really cool behind the scenes, cause in the months leading up to it, they like the the director had released some some really cool behind the scenes footage of like some of the audio and some of the, like the hallway scene with the with the severed limbs stuff like that and i think it would be really cool to look into that stuff even like how they did like the the elevator scene which was kind of we didn't even talk about that really but kind of almost a throwback to the uh the shining with all the blood gushing yes, out of the elevator yes. you know i know a lot of people were like oh the the ending of 2013 was great because it was like the raining blood and the abomination and stuff and you know this one wasn't as bloody i think it probably was as bloody we just there wasn't a scene where it was raining blood, but like literally there was an elevator full of blood. That yeah. Had blood gushing out onto an entire floor of like an apartment. So like and it, it was, was still bloody. And it was a nice callback, like the, the wires from the elevator, like mm-hmm. grabbing her and like, like that was the tree. That the was tree the tree that scene. got, yeah. The, yeah, the tree that got Cheryl and the tree that got Mia. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I love that they still kept it honest to evil dead, but still kind of did did its own thing, you know? So I really like this movie. I definitely plan on rewatching it soon and I don't really have uh, too much else to say about it. I'm just excited to see what else happens in the, in the world of evil dead in the future. Me too. Cause I mean, it was regardless of what people say about it, whatever shit they want to be nitpicky about, it wasn't as good as 2013. It wasn't as good as the original trilogy. Cause you have the old heads saying that mm-hmm. too. Not only are they the ones like defending it being, there's some being like, well, it's evil dead. What did you expect? There's like some of the old heads like nothing's going to compete with the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. We always have those people, but honestly, like you just got to accept things. Like that's the problem with like moviegoers nowadays. Like, they don't accept the way shit is and like that stuff changes and not everything's going to be bruce campbell saying groovy and holding a chainsaw like yeah things things change things evolve and we just gotta accept that not all of it's going to be good but that doesn't automatically mean that it's it's bad so i mean this one was good so i don't know Mm -hmm. like i feel like the rest of it's going to be good too as long as it doesn't take like the halloween route with fucking Corey Pogelmeyer, whatever the fuck his name is. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> Corey, I don't know. I just thought of a funny last name. But. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, all right, man. Um, you know, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we're hopefully going to be back very, very shortly. I know that there's some, uh, you know, pretty um, prevalent horror movies coming out in the next few months. So hopefully we'll be back very soon. But in we the will. meantime, uh, in the meantime, Sam, where can people find? Rave discussions online. 
People can find Grave Discussions online at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and most importantly, at www.gravediscussions.net. If you're new to the podcast, you can check out our host bios and stuff like that. Check out our articles. We also have a bunch of previous episodes up that you can check out. Mm -hmm. Like if you're, I mean, we've been busy. Like we've been, we've been doing this since 2018. Every movie that has come out that has been popular since 2018 is going to be on our website. If you like me and Barnabas's chemistry, you like our outlooks on movies, you like our dissections, professional and amateur, him the professional, me the amateur, because I did not go to film school. Me, I'm just a horror lover and a nostalgia boy. So, I mean, if you go to gravediscussions.net, you can check out our host bios. It tells you how we got to know each other, you know, how we start up the podcast, our Mm -hmm. top five favorite horror movies, which we do have to update. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, all of our old episodes are there. So if you've ever watched a movie from 2018 up until now and you're like, I wonder what they thought about it, you can check it out Mm -hmm. on our website, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. We are everywhere that's right yeah and um you know if you have social media we are on facebook instagram and twitter as well uh we don't i don't post as often because it's a lot to you know make like regular content on there but we do always give updates whenever there's a brand new episode and uh, any like pertinent updates so please follow us and then um you'll you'll know when we've got something new coming out and i was thinking we could like you know since i got that little uh I got TikTok famous like not too long ago oh. for sharing a <laughs> yeah. a story that happened to me. I mean, we can like do a grave discussions TikTok and like yeah. there is a store here where I live and 24/7 it has Halloween costumes, Halloween decorations, Halloween like collectibles. If you nice. ever come down here, Barnabas, we are going to check it out cuz you will love it. Oh, yeah. There's so much shit. So much shit. I'm going to I was thinking, like, I give them a shout out too. I'm probably gonna go in there with mm-hmm. my like. I told them about it, like, like are, if you're in this area, you should check out this store if you love horror movies, because like, they have, dude. You, do you remember like those before Spirit Halloween? Remember how we had like Halloween USA and Halloween City? Mm-hmm. They yeah. they have costumes in there from those back in the day when we were like really? 10, 11 years old. Yeah, wow. unopened and shit like that. That's dope. That that would be a really cool place to check out, man. That sounds awesome. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Yeah, you might find us on TikTok here pretty soon. Oh, and then of course you can check out the Grave Discussions uh, YouTube page as well. Right? Yeah, Barnabas's Boneyard. Barnabas's Boneyard is dope. So make sure you check out Barnabas's reviews. I mean, and he does. You know, outside of Grave Discussions, he does a few other things. If you want to tell him about that and where they can find your articles and your reviews and stuff like that. Yeah, I just. uh, well, I don't do them on Letterboxd that much anymore, but you can, you can still follow myself and Samuel on Letterboxd, uh, you know, for for all those updates. But I do write uh, for this Michigan-based, um, like, re- movie review website called DeFacto Film Reviews, and it's at DeFactoFilmReviews.com. Um, I have a, quite a few up there now. I recently just covered that new um, Ben Affleck thriller, Hypnotic which was all right. You can see that review. And um, apart from that, yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to, to write and branch out even more. So definitely check all that stuff out, guys, if you're interested. But I think that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time, we will see you back here. On Grave Discussions. <laughs> Your hosts are with the maggots now. <laughs>